You want to go ahead and talk? <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> <laughs> This week on Word Bros, we talk to podcaster extraordinaire and overall wonderful dude, uh, Daryl Taylor from the Terrell, the Taylor Network of Podcasts. Hello and welcome to Word Bros. My name is Bob. Hello. And I'm Kevin. And uh, we nice are, you. yes, and we are your guide uh, through this podcast of fun and awesomeness where we talk all things comics from all sides of the comic book industry. And be and be kind of geeky. Yes, well, that's fine. I mean, that's that's what you get. I mean, you you expect that, I think. Do you? I mean, I don't know. From uh, from something like this, this is what we do. I mean, we we love comics. We love talking about comics. We love talking to creatives who make comics, and this is our podcast. We just like to talk. Actually, well, that's true too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we continue, I want to say a congratulations to two, two, two not one, but two. two. Two past guests on this podcast, uh, Rich Duick, uh, his podcast, I'm not, excuse me, not his podcast, but his Kickstarter for Gutter Magic, completely funded. So thank you to the, uh, the thank you to that dude. And thank Stop you. Stop listening now, clap, and then yes. wait. <laughs> and yes, here, like, comes, here comes the other one. Yes, and, and Eric Palicki. Yes. Eric Palicki, his podcast, uh, This Nightmare Kills Fascists, um, that also funded. So... Uh, we don't want to say it's because of us, but it could be. No, it's because not, of you not. guys out <laughs> it's there. Not. It's not. Um, so yeah, so congratulations to both of those dudes. Hopefully, no, you heard, <laughs> hopefully you heard them talk about uh, their 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 projects on this podcast, and you gave them a couple bucks, which would be pretty 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 cool. I'm pretty sure Rich and Eric both laughed at that bad joke that I just made about it being us, because like we have like seven listeners, like. Literally two of them are dudes that I, that I work with or used to work with. So, and one of them is a guy I used to be in a band with. So, hey, that's like three. That makes up half of our listenership. Yeah, right whatever, dude. Whatever. <laughs> the yeah. other four are people who like Bobby from <laughs> back in the day. He's hey. got more fans than I do. Andrew, don't forget Drew. But every little bit counts, so it's cool. No, no, it is good. So, without any further ado, we should probably get to talk to Daryl Taylor. Yes. So yeah, so let's get started. We're talking today to Daryl Taylor, who is the founder and the brains behind the Taylor Network of Podcasts. Hello, Daryl, and welcome. Hello, hello, Bob. Now, see, now, Daryl, um, 
<laughs> you thought it was you thought it was weird that we wanted to talk to you, but I was explaining to Daryl that he is indeed a comic book professional. That's true. Uh, he is. Sure, I'm a pilot too, I'm an astronaut. <laughs> well, I'm <laughs> saying you're a comic book professional because it's dudes like you and like your podcasting mm-hmm. network that can get eyes on a book. And if you don't have readers, then you don't have books. So what you guys do and what we do here at Word Bros as well, uh, we try to do is we try to get eyes on books to kind of keep the industry moving, to keep the industry rolling. Without readers, we don't have an industry. So you, so everyone plays a vital role in comics. Even I mean, dudes like you play a huge role in it because, I mean, I hear about stuff through your website and through your podcasts that wouldn't maybe land on my radar, so I immediately want to check that out because I trust the dudes that you have uh, kind of doing shows with you. Well, well, Daryl, that's all bullshit. Bob just wanted you on the show because you like spaghetti. Yeah. Because you like spaghetti. Yeah, don't, don't, exactly. Don't, don't, I don't trust all that. Come on. <laughs> Poppy cock. That's it's, Poppy cock. It's all spaghetti love. It's. Oh, I mean, I like. I like spaghetti as much as the next guy. But what I'm saying is, everyone plays a role. Whether it's readers, whether it's reviewers and podcasters, whether it's you know, uh, I guess the the shop owners. I mean, everybody plays a role in this business. And so, like I said, you play a very vital role. So I think it's nice to kind of hear from from dudes like you, guys like us who do comic podcasts, because. I mean, what's to stop Joe Shit the Ragman from doing a comic podcast? Uh, that's true. You know, that's all he's got true. all he's got to do is have an opinion and a love for the industry, and he can do it. And I'm sure there's people that are listening to this podcast right now that want to know how to get into podcasting, and who better to talk to than a guy like you, Daryl, who literally has eight thousand podcasts? Yeah, that's a lot of. Fun. Oh, I wish I did, because if <laughs> I could, I would. Now, now would how, do many, it. how many shows do you currently have on the Taylor Network? Uh, ooh, asking me questions. You told me there'd be no math. I, well, I told you this. Um, he, he asked me, Kevin, he said, yeah. what's this interview going to be about? I said, you. And he, yeah. he was shocked. He was like, really? I said, yes, <laughs> you are oh, me. Yeah, man. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, He's she, very humble. Well, you know, but behind closed doors when I yell in during the meetings, I, I tell everybody how great I am. Um, <laughs> okay, there's Castle by Geeks, there's Sunday Comics, there's Paradigm Shift, there is uh, Go Trek Yourself. Go Trek there Yourself. Is Star Wars Conversations. There is... Uh, what am I missing? What am I missing? Uh, there no. is Wade's guys, World. Do you guys still? Do you there's guys, nothing about Muppets. Do you guys still do nothing's no. on? Do you guys still do nothing's on? Every week, nothing's okay. on. Okay. Um, that's, and then we have uh, Culture Trapping. Cult, the newest that's one. the one that that's you. That, that's the one that you and Sean just started. Yeah, me, Sean, uh, and Julian, and Gil. Okay. Uh, and then there's no apology, so that's nine. Nine. That's nine on, podcasts. N- wow. On the network, I'm not on all of them. Yeah, I but mean, I'm. I'm, 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 I'm 
But I'm saying that's still fairly impressive that like that that you yeah. and your that you and your gang of dudes that you and your gang of guys that you and your your friends of your your ilk have come up with nine podcasts to do. And I know I know one of them is my favorite. That would be Paradigm Shift because I'm on it. Uh, that's right, a- <laughs> you're you're on it. Uh, oh, Magnum Cast. Magnum cast, that's right, Magnum cast. And then don't you don't you sometimes appear on Geek Brunch with uh, Mike Myers? Well, outside of the network because they've got their own thing going on, but I'm on the shows. Um, I'm on DC Noise. Okay, which uh, you've been doing that's I think isn't that how we met? Did we meet on DC Noise or was it uh, Geek Brunch? Uh it could have been DC Noise, I'm not sure. Now you guys gotta tell us how you met. I'm old. I don't remember all these things. Um, and then there is a Walking Dead TV podcast. There you go. That I'm on as well. Um, so that's that's on the, uh, yes. eleven, actually. That's, that's eleven. That's not on, but that's on different networks. That's 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 on different networks. Um, but that's a yeah, Walking Dead TV podcast. Then there is there is also Retro Movie Geek. Okay. Uh, which which is also on another podcast. Didn't didn't you do so, didn't you do one called Arts and Crap for a while that was about like fancy film? I did, but that's kind of still that's that's kind of on hiatus okay. because of time. Okay. And rookie um, in the game. Did you do, do you still do Rookie in the game? We did. No, that's another one that you know Amy doesn't have as much time as she used to have because she has a lot of children. <laughs> um, so I used to listen to that one, that, but it's gone now, and that was very funny. Yeah, yeah that that was that was uh, it was it was fun, but you know, the time it was not easy for her to do that show. And uh, and a show like that, you can only be a rookie for so long because once you start reading, right. comics, you kind of get it, and you're like, okay, I see what happens here. And then I know, mean, now she's in. Now she's recently in a bad. They kill a character off in a Batman comic book. I mean, she's how much of a rookie are you? Yeah. <laughs> when you get put in a comic book now, I mean, <laughs> come on, it's, it's we can only play that game for too long before we have to so start making shit up. So that's like that's like thirteen podcasts, and I mean, and and on like Sunday, a Sunday, the what the Sunday comics podcast. I oh. mean, you, you guys mm-hmm. talk, you guys talk to some heavy hitters. I mean, you guys don't mess around with your guest list. Like, just wow people with the guest list that you've had on the show. It's crazy. I mean, well, I, what I've had uh, Jim Rugg, I've had, what else I've had Mike Johnson, I've had um, Mariko Tumaki, who is a new artist. She's a very, she's an indie artist, but she's just coming into doing some Marvel stuff. I've also had Kelly Thompson. I've had, uh, what else I have? I have the artist. I have a I have a new artist coming up. She's on the one of the aftershock artists, um, and she's from the Philippines. Um, That's cool. And she's uh, so yeah. For that show, it's kind of like Sunday Comics was was based on it was going to be Donnie, and it was going to be him like having kind of like a roundtable of people uh, talking comics. But then you know things get busy. And that's the other thing with podcasts. You have to be able to be flexible and follow where the show needs to go. Yes. So that show had to pause. And then I thought, I felt like doing uh, interviews again. 
is I, I had a, I think I have a knack for interviewing people and that's kind of how I got into, uh, really got into podcasting and kind of got to, to meet a lot of, um, you know, comic industry people mm-hmm. by interviewing them. So, I mean, that's, that's how I met Tom doing the interview years ago. And you're talking, new. And, and, for, and for those of you who don't know who Tom is, Daryl is talking about Tom King, the guy who Tom is, King who wrote yeah. the vision, who wrote vision. He writes he wrote Omega men. He's one of the hottest guys in comics and Daryl just knows him. Cause they just know each other. Cause like, boys. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, well, what happened was he, we, we met at a party, right? And then he said he was going to write comics. I thought he was just drunk and crazy like everybody else. And then <laughs> like a year or two later, uh, my co-host on, on the show that it's, it, we used to do Comic Road Show and he uh, ran into him and he, and he found out he was doing a book and he did a book and he was kind of, he was pumping the book. Yes. So we thought it'd be cool to have him on. This is when no one knew him. This is, yes. This he, is the, he got out of the CIA. The book was that book. I want to say the book was called The Once Crowded, a crowded Sky. Sky. Yeah, that's what yes, I met. The that's, the book. Yeah, that's when I met right. Tom and, and Heroes. Yep. Right. And that's the thing also is when you're doing these comic book podcasts, you never know when you're gonna see a gem, right? You, these people are unknown. And I met met him when he was the total unknown, and now he's like one of the you know, biggest writers in mainstream comics but they don't start out that way like i was there with him when he was trying to just get people to even just come to the table (laughs) and talk to him i mean there was nobody there it was it was a rough it was it was a rough time now believe me kevin and i know kevin and i know that part of the business (laughs) you know about that part of the business right you know all the all the uh all the email submissions all the rejections and all that kind of stuff. So I've kind of, I'm not, I'm not a pro or anything, but I kind of have seen uh, most, if not all facets of the comic business uh, through friends I have, like JK Woodward, who's yes. an artist. Um, and he's, and I got You're him to be on one, of the, he's on one of the podcasts, fantastic artist. So to be able to see, um, to be, I mean, I even had Tom was was on No Apologies at one time. He was a uh, he was a co-host. He was actually a podcaster for a minute. <laughs> he can't ever talk about that show because we did terrible things on that show, <laughs> and he had to pretend to be a good man. So he cannot um, he cannot talk about that time. But <laughs> I mean, but that's kind of how it works. James Tinian, like I I remember we had him on the show before he even had a comic book out. And now uh, James Tinian is doing, he's uh, working on one of the biggest uh, DC events that are coming out right now yes. with uh, Metal. Yep. Um, and, he's, and he has a show coming out. They're, they're adapting one at the woods for the Siffy Channel. So, I mean, so you never know, you know, like who, who you're going to meet. So I wanted to do this uh, Sunday comics. I was like, well, since we had it sitting there, I said, and I had some time. I had to take some time off from from work uh, to help my mom out. She 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 was uh, she hurt herself. So while I was home, I said, "Well, why don't I start doing interviews?" And we mix it up. We'll do interviews and we'll do roundtable stuff too. So you know, I called some people that I knew, and then I invited other people that I didn't know. And you know, like that's what you have to do. Like if you're going to 
interview people, you have to reach out. Like you have to, but you have to know these books. Like you have to read them. That's the thing though. Like when you first interview someone, like we've interviewed Howard Chaikin and like I like we've, we've interviewed the people where they will test you like Chuck Dixon, um, for example, like they will test you in an interview to see if you know your stuff. Cause if you don't, they will tap out of that interview in a heartbeat and you'll never get them back again. Interesting. So, oh, wow. So what was the so book that, is, that started you wanting, wanting to do comic book interviews? What was the comic book that made you want to interview other people? Because we all have one. We're all, we're all geeks at heart. So uh, I don't even remember because I'm trying to remember the first person that we ever interviewed. J.K. Wilbur might have been the first person for Fallen Angel. He might have been the first person I ever interviewed. And then I think Peter David came after that. Wow. wow. Okay, so so you so you've interviewed Peter David and you said the pros they'll test your knowledge. What was the Peter David question that he asked you? Like, all right, big shot, let's hear let's hear this. Like I was able to I probably because I threw out some some books that he like uh like the Imazadi and some 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 of the um stories from uh New Frontier that he had worked on some of the novel stuff okay. uh, throughout there. Oh, wow, look and at I you. I knew some of that. Mr. Paperback novel, God. That's well, awesome. I, I mean, I read. <laughs> gotta, gotta read. Gotta read sometimes. I mean, I'm saying. But it, it's just that I threw out, like, you have to know it. Like, you just can't come out and say, I like this book because it's cool. You have to discuss the ideas about the book, what happened in the book, not on the last page, not the stuff that happened on the last page from the middle. You have to actually <laughs> talk about things that happened in the book. You have to know something about them. A little research is great. Research <laughs> is great. You gotta you gotta learn. You gotta look at the things they've done before because they want to like if they're professional, if they're new, you want to make them comfortable. Right, yes. so you want to be able to talk to them. If they're new, you have to be able to adapt with the conversation, and 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 we all have the thing of comics is the is the base, right? That's the one thing we have in common already. They're working in the industry. They were comic book fans before they started working in the industry. If you're doing a podcast on comics, I would hope that you love comics too. So you start <laughs> that way, and then you kind of work from there, and and and. Uh, you know, knowing things about what they're working on and being able to, to talk about it is important because that's the thing that makes them feel comfortable when they're new. And if they're someone who has done a million interviews, like they're, they're, this is not a new thing for them anymore, um, you have to be able to hit them with stuff and not just the, the big stuff that, you know, the popular stuff everyone knows, but you have to be able to hit them with, Maybe it was a smaller book that they did or a book they did back in the day, their first book or something. And you, and you kind of know something about it and you bring it up. Like I got to, I even got to talk to, uh, I'm trying to think of his name now, the creator of Anarchy for Batman. Oh, wow. It's not coming to me now. Um, he worked on detective and, and all that. And he, and he did, uh, he is a legend, and I cannot think of his name because I have white spots. Um, Hang on, because I'm I, working I, on this. <laughs> uh, Anar, I'm looking for uh, Alan Grant. Yes, yes, that's right, Alan okay. Grant. 
Uh, no, so you can't leave out Bray Fogle. Bray Fogle is awesome. Yeah, yeah, you're true. I didn't get a chance to interview him yet, but I hope to some t- someday. But I did get to talk to Alan Grant, and that was like a dream come true. Like, um, like to be able to talk to him. He the that's the Batman books that I kind of tuned into, right? So to be able to talk to him, like he knew when I hit him, I I hit him with a lot of books that he had read, <laughs> he had wrote. And he kind of he kind of knew where my head was when I when I was throwing those books at him, and that got him like that that kind of you know I knew that hooked him, and he was he was he was having a good time. Like there are things you have to be able to you know when an interview, you know when someone is digging the conversation when they say to you in the beginning, uh, all right, I only got a little bit of time, maybe thirty minutes, right? And thirty minute hits, and you go, okay, you wanna you wanna stop. And they're like, no, 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 let's, no, keep, no let's going. keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is always that's when that you is got it. That's when, that's when you got it. Like, who was another one? Um, the Grendel, the the creator of Grendel. Oh, uh, Matt Wagner. Matt, Matt Wagner. Wagner. We got to I, we got to talk to Matt Wagner. Huge Matt Wagner. That was incredible. That was that was incredible to be able to talk to him. Um, he also did he another one where. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, that's another one where you know you start out. I only got a little bit of time, and then you just keep talking, and you know they dig it. They, they're into the conversation, and like it's an hour and so later, and you're and you're still talking about comics, and it's, it's awesome. cool. Like uh, Jimmy Pomiati, I've interviewed him a couple of times, and it's so much fun. And when you, you get an really- hour in. He is really nice, and when you get an hour in, and he still wants to hang out on a Saturday, <laughs> on a twelve o'clock, it was twelve o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. He's in Florida hanging out, like you know, this is the dude that hangs out with celebrities, and he's he he still wants to talk to you about comic books and stuff like that. Like it's it's um, that's like the coolest thing. That's like awesome. meeting Alan Adam Glass. Like I interviewed Adam Glass back when he did. Uh, this is a TV guy that worked on uh, Supernatural, which I love that show. Mm-hmm. But he was he was first working on Suicide Squad, and he was an unknown in comics, really. And uh, so to got to get to talk to him, and still to this day, I can actually hit him up and call him and be like, you know, I want to, you know, let, I want to talk about comics with you or something. And he's like, I'm all for it. Like that's, you know, that that is that is some amazing things but you have to work your way up to that like you have to you have to work it's not easy because you'll you'll, they'll there'll be some that will flake out on you there'll be some interviews where you you try to get them and you can't get disheartened and they'll be like you know they can't do the interview or whatever happens and they just can't do it you just have to you know you lost one Uh, or you you know you might the interview might not go as smoothly at first that you thought it would so you kind of have to, but the chicken one was a little difficult. That, that was probably my hardest one because he was not in a good mood. <laughs> I think he was going through a migraine or something. I think he had a migraine or something at the time. I didn't know that, but he was not in the best of moods. But I, you know, but you don't know that going in. And then, you know, you find that out later. But, um, but it's, uh, you got to deal. You just got to keep working. You can't, you can't, you can't shut it down. You got to, you have to have another question ready. Like yes. if you, the first question is not something that it, it, that kind of engages them. You have to have another question ready and another question ready. 
like my style is not really I don't write like a million questions down like I've kind of been able to just be able to just talk like I started that way but then after a while you get used to it I've been able to kind of just go with the flow and 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 just follow the conversation See? there's certain things you want to start out with <laughs> but but after a while you kind of you kind of know where you where you want to where you want to take the conversation that's interesting mm-hmm. we're talking to daryl taylor from the taylor networks of podcasting and kevin and i were talking about interviewing and i interviewed people on the radio i did commercial radio for 10 years i mean i've been, I know. i've interviewed everybody from like steve carlton the famous philadelphia you know philly's hall of fame pitcher to like you know Fucking Bill Bellamy used to be on MTV. I mean, I've interviewed everybody, everybody and anybody in between. And I was telling Kevin, I said, the best way to interview someone is to pay attention to what they are saying. And if it's, yes. in- and if it's interesting to you, then there's a 99% chance it's going to be interesting to the, to the audience. If they, if your interviewee right. says, if your interviewee says something that you go, huh, that sounds interesting. You just run with that and you just try to get them to elaborate more on that. Because if you're interested, there's a good chance your audience will also be interested. So, so following yeah. that line of thought, mm-hmm. what do you, what do you Daryl Taylor think about the recent controversy involving aforementioned comic book pro Howard Chaikin? Is there going to be a no comment? Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. I, you know what? I I do. I have shows on my. Ne- I mean, I have some shows on my network. Where we don't do that, and then I have other shows where we kind of get into it, like culture trapping, for example. Uh, okay. No apologies. We 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 get into stuff. We get into very controversial uh, subjects, whether they be about race, politics, or whatever. It's no hold right. barred type of thing. Uh, it also helps that we're a mixed bunch. We have you know, it's a we have a, a, a white guy. From Boston, a uh, guy from Mexico, uh, a Spanish guy, uh, 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 Puerto Rican and black mixed guy from from the Bronx, uh, and, and just plain black me just, from just, Queens. So just it's a mixture. So we, that should be the name just of your plain black man of your autobiography. Just plain yes, black just plain man. black man. <laughs> you see how you. You're like you're not overly. Uh, is that Vanilla you know, Black uh, though? Is that like that's a great like detective name though? The Vanilla Black is, is on the case. Vanilla Black, <laughs> Vanilla Black. Um, yeah, that's that's as racist as comics can get right now. Black. <laughs> um, but I mean, it helps to have diverse voices. Like I, I've been lucky enough. I have a knack for having a diverse group of friends. I mean, totally diverse. I mean, <laughs> they go from, I got uh, a hedge fund guy who's like, oh, he's pretty much a millionaire. And two, I have a ex-CIA agent. I have a lawyer. <laughs> I have a ex-drug addict. I have, like, it, it's like, who's a bouncer. And then there's, like, there's so many um, it's people like a, that it's I... It's like the real world cast. It's a smorgasbord. Of yeah, that. it is. A it's totally a smorgasbord. And so from that, you get a lot of people that have, that have uh, things to talk about because they've lived. So it is fun to have them to do a show with people like that. You know, Bob, you know the deal. Yes. You, have somebody, you, you, you bring in people that you know you're going to have a good time talking to. And 
when the when it's time to record, you got you got a lot of you got a lot of stuff to work with. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so that's that's kind of how I was able to to kind of build the podcast that I've been able to build on top of people who have asked to be a part of the network for whatever strange reason. But whatever. Um, so, so back to that. Like, do people like do people do fans listen to your shows and then pitch you ideas for other shows, or like how do you come up with your with your cattlecade of programming? That has happened. Like, okay. there's been different times. There's been a few shows where they have their own show going on, and they knew of my shows and listened to them and and wanted to be on the network and actually like hit somebody up to be a part of it. Like uh, Star Wars Conversations, the guys that do that, Jane Collin, they're from, they're all over there in England. And yeah. they wanted to, and they knew JK and they, they knew his work and they, they met him at, at London Comic Con and they had a podcast and they were like, could you, you know, get down to listen to it and, and maybe we could be a part of the network. And I did and I enjoyed it. And they, they had, it's a new podcast, but they're, uh, they're still, uh, you know, growing their audience but uh but that's how that happened and then um uh double page spread which is also another interview podcast with wendy freeman i knew wendy you know wendy wendy for a long time and she'd already been doing her show like she's already been doing her show but she had asked to be a part of the network which i is very flattering because she already had her thing going Yes, and 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 wanted to be a part of that part of part of this, and I welcome it with open arms. So, and then there's shows that I get a brainchild, like I get a, a brainstorm in my head, and I go, I, I want to do this show. Like Rookie and the Geek, when I started, because I knew Amy, I and she was someone just getting into comics. I was like, I could do something with that for yeah. you know, we can do a show like that, and that's where Rookie and the Geek came from, and that worked for a while, and then. She's reading comics all the time, and, and it's the whole thing now. But still, <laughs> it was fun to to be able to bring that in. Culture trapping was something where I was like, I knew these guys; they they were buddies of mine, and I they most of them had already had other shows, other podcasts. Some of them were they actually uh, the head of Action Lab. I mean, Bob, Bob knows. Sean. Yes, Sean. I know uh, Sean's, Sean's a good Sean's a good dude, and he's an opinionated yes, yeah. and he's an opinionated guy. So he's the kind of dude you want to have on a podcast, <laughs> right? I mean, and he's he's done every part of the business. Yes, he, he pretty much knows the whole entire business inside now. And and I knew them, and something hit me at work, like because you know work is the last place you want to be at, but you know <laughs> gotta 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 keep the lights on, right? And gotta uh, be able to buy the space. comics. And got to be able to buy the comics. Um, so something came to me and said, these guys would work. I think New Edition. I think I had watched the New Edition special. We all watched it and enjoyed it, right? It's in a movie. And we thought, that's funny because that's us. Like, everyone has their own different little, their that's own awesome. personalities and their own things and their own podcasts and their own. What if we brought it together and then started infighting? And then broke a contract, and then <laughs> refused the tour for a couple of years. That is so by Daryl. That is by far the blackest answer I've ever heard to anything ever. <laughs> oh yeah, we were watching the new edition movie. We're like, hey, we should be new edition. Like that's oh, awesome. Oh oh oh, culture <laughs> culture trapping is the blackest show on, on, <laughs> I've, I've ever done. That's, that's the awesome. blackest show I've ever done. 
we we we've gone so far as to have uh there's a there is actually an audience a listener who brought crystal light great crystal light <laughs> to, uh to one of the co-hosts Bartheus because he talked about it on the show and That's we just started awesome. I mean we're only up to episode six and we've already like we we've already had some controversy because we we spoke about a particular um uh artist who is very very pro-Trump. Okay. And he's right. a comic artist. He's very pro-Trump. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. There's a couple of them, though. T- it's got yeah, to be this one guy. There's, there's a, a couple, couple of them. There's a couple of them. And I, and I know him, but I, it's, it's funny because as black as that show is. Did he tell somebody to kill himself? Yes. The, we talked, uh, and we he, talked about that. I'll say Ethan Vizca. I'll say Ethan yeah, Everybody Ethan knows. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. But it's funny because we we just record the shows. I've you know like we talked about it. We talked about what Ethan did. I talked about my experiences with him because I I met I know him for for quite a few years. I've I've known him. Um, and he's in person, nice guy. Online, he could be a, a bit of a monster at times. I told him that you sound a little crazy sometimes on online. Um, <laughs> But it's funny to have a creator hit you up that night. Like uh, you post the show and then you walk away, right? You post the show, you promote it, and you walk away. To have him go, I heard the show. I want to be on. Really? Nice. Uh, Yes. Yeah. I don't know when we're going to do it, but it's going to come about. It's probably going to come about to talk about it. But I'm saying not every podcast can do that. Most podcasts would be scared to do that. Yes. No, yeah. But the, the, controversy's hard, man. You, well, you, I mean, to be fair, too, like I know Sean. I follow Sean on Twitter. He, uh-huh. is, uh, he is not afraid of controversy. I believe when no. – when the Marvel, no. when the Marvel hip hop uh, variants came out last year, uh, Sean yeah. went officially ape shit about that, and then was like, yes, we did. him and Axel Alonso were in a in a virtual Twitter war for a good like uh-huh. two weeks. Oh wow! Yes, was. Like, it was. was yeah. and, and you're talking about a dude who still wants to do things in this industry, having a. Yeah. Twitter we're having a Twitter war with possibly the most mm-hmm. powerful man in comics, and Sean didn't give a yeah. fuck. Like, no, he didn't get. He gives no f's. That's like he, I, he, he's got a that's a brave motherfucker. That's why I said, you know what? That that's the show. Like, Colby, you got to be on the show. We got a podcast on a regular basis. We have to do the show. Like and I was like, like Daryl. I, I will tell you this. I was reading Sean's tweets to Axel Alonso, and my asshole was just clinching up, going, "What the fuck?" Like this, uh-huh. this dude is the bravest and craziest son of a bitch I've oh ever read. There were and it, and it was were amazing. Industry, there were industry people that were like, "Uh, Marvel ain't did nothing to me. I ain't never had no problems with Marvel." And then the same <laughs> industry people were behind the scenes were like. What you did was brave, man. I agree with you. <laughs> they would think what they did was wrong, but you, but you know, you gotta. They want to keep working, so Sean's it is. It is. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. He's a principled cat, and it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, he's a man of principle. Yeah. He's a man of principle, and he sticks to his principles. And I love it. I love that about him. That's one of the things I love about him. Many things I love about him, but that's one of the one of the things I, I do love about him. And he's loyal as hell. Yes, that's another thing I love about him too. So. 
like I said, the culture trapping, like for that to come out, I like you, you have the ideas, you put it out, but you don't know if they're going to work. It could fail. Like you could throw it out there and no one listens. Now, how you long? No downloads. Let me ask you a question. How long into a podcast do you like know when it's working? Sometimes it'll take, maybe it'll take a few months to, to kind of see that you're getting a listenership. And then other times you kind of start getting hits very quickly. Like you, you kind of, you start getting uh, feedback from people already. They want to talk about before you even have an email or contact thing. They're like, you got people that already listen and already are hitting you up talking about the show and how much they like it. And, like the people you respect to like, uh, there was one day I was at work. It was, one of those, you know, it's not, it's not a great day. You know, it's one of your, one of your low days at work. Right. And for a podcaster who was doing this from almost from the beginning, you know, when, when there were only like maybe 20 podcasts <laughs> out there, 20, 20 of these things. It was an OG world. podcaster, if you will. An OG podcaster. And for him to <laughs> basically, basically on Twitter say, I, like when you post that fifth episode, focus fifth episode, he said, he, he said this was his favorite podcast. He's any, any, as he told people to check it out. Like this is, this is a pod, like he, he went into it like, eloquently i was like wow you talk about our show did we do that i don't know if you did that <laughs> but you have to ask like they're talking about me. no they're talking about us um so you know you have something like we have you know you have something uh when you know there's just something to it there's just a vibe to it you get when even when you have subjects you want to cover like we have subjects we want to cover on culture trapping and we don't even get into it because we have so many other things that we start talking about <laughs> and you just follow the conversations, how they go and it could go anywhere. Um, and it's, and, it, and on top of the race and, and politics and comic and, and comic stuff and, and video games, all we cover the gambit. Um, it's a funny podcast. I, can, I, 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 I will, I will say it's a funny freaking podcast. So you can go through all of that and still laugh with us at the same time, even when you don't agree. <laughs> which is so, key. I mean, even, That's key. Which yeah. is key. I mean, even 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 a per, even a creator like Ethan, he listened to it and he you know he enjoys it, even though we didn't talk favorably about it, but we were honest about it, how we felt about it. So he didn't. He... Did we lose him? And okay, there he is. He, what did I did I lose? Yeah, you, yeah, you, you were second. gone. You were gone for a second, but you're back now. Oh, okay, okay. So it's an entertaining podcast at the same time. That that also helps too. You just can't. You might want to do what you want to do, but you can't forget that you want it to be entertaining at the same time. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, yeah, you have to do that. You know the deal, Bob. Bob's done that. You, you been, know, I've been podcasting since 2011. Um, how long have mm -hmm. you been? How long have you been doing it? Oh man, um, probably I've probably been doing this for at least fifteen years now. Maybe. Wow, that's Almost. crazy! That's awesome. Wow, I know it's crazy, and that also means I'm old. Yeah, well, I mean, we are old, but I'm okay with that. Like, it's I'm know, all right with it. I'm AJ, right. AJ, nothing but a number friend. As I, I prefer the term that's experience. Right. 
Like if I was a D and D character, I'm not first level. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daryl! I uh, see. This is the thing, man. And like part of the reason why Kevin and I wanted to have a podcast was just to talk to people that we like and to talk to friends and, and, and to make new friends. And it's always great to talk to you because I don't get to see you as much as I would like to. I, Christ, I can't even, I, remember, I can't even remember the last time I've seen you in person. I think it was at Heroes in like 2015. Yes, it was. It, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, he was at yeah. Heroes this year, but he looked like a conductor this year. Well. He, visit Drew and I. But, but Daryl was dressed like a conductor. He was like, he, yes. the Popham hat was looking for him. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, sir, Topham. But yeah, Daryl, you're a good dude, man. And like, and you've got a lot of things to say. Obviously, you have eleven podcasts, and uh, and you guessed. I mean, you, you used to, you guessed on Door Trek every once in a while. Like you were coming around uh, with us every mm-hmm, once mm-hmm. in a while. But it's just when a guy does eleven podcasts, it's hard to make a one once a week. Well, <laughs> right. You know, and it's not and, eleven days in a week. So he like does two podcasts a day. Sometimes that's that's work. He's putting in work, son. It's, it's rough. That's, and I mean, that's why you got to learn to put shows in the can. Yes, to be yes. ahead of the game. Yes, that's why this show ain't coming out till next Wednesday, baby. <laughs> that's right. That's right. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta do it. You gotta be. You gotta be. Uh, you gotta put extra shows in the can. You gotta. Gotta do it. And and try not to do all your shows weekly. Yes. Well, no, I see. I like, I like doing the shows weekly because uh, audiences get accustomed to things. And if the show's not there, they get, they get grumpy in my experiences. So I like to try to keep them as happy as possible. That's the one, that's the one. I only, I only got two shows that I do weekly. That's, that's, no, that's a lie. It's three shows. I'm insane (laughs) for doing this much. That's why I don't have kids. That's why you, you know what, man, whatever you got, you got you podcasting. And spaghetti. What more do you need? That's, that's right. I got, I got that. Muppet. I got ex-wives. Yeah, that's enough. Yeah. Um, but it, exactly. It's it's certain shows that you yeah like nothing's on the TV and movie podcast. That's that's weekly. Gotham by Geek is which is the Batman podcast. Which yes, is weekly. I mean, that, that Batman podcast took over ten years to do. Now that Batman podcast. Explain what Gotham by Geeks is because that's a really interesting show. <clears throat> okay, Gotham by Geeks is basically we we four of us who are Batman fans. Uh, what we do is we each pick our own thing we want to do. Like, I might want to cover uh, Batman Year One. Uh, Chris might want to cover um, Detective One Twenty One because it's something special story that he enjoyed or whatever. Uh, Mike would want to cover. A Harlequin, Harley, Harlequin book issue. He covers that, and then Russ will want to cover something like Gotham by Gaslight, which mm-hmm. is because he likes Elseworld stuff. And we all kind of discuss it together, like we all. It's like we're pitching the book to it. Like, wouldn't you want to read this? And we and we kind of talk about that that book, and then there and in that conversation, there might be. Uh, stuff that comes up about what was going on in the books at the time, uh, you know, publisher stuff or, or what was changing, like uh, if crisis, is, you know, was going on or, or there was a, a shift in, in the uh, behind the scenes type stuff like that, all those little conversations that comes out of the book. Uh, that's what happens. And we do it every week. It's really and, fun. And we've, 
It's like a I because yeah. I've listened to it. Yeah. It's like it's like a Batman book club. It's like you've got four guys. Yeah, that's what it is. You've got yeah. four guys yeah. together who love Batman, and they're just basically recommending Batman stories to each other and to the audience yeah. as a whole. And it's really fun to listen to because like it's cool to see like the different periods of like Batman and his storylines and the different kinds of Batmans that people really enjoy. Right. You know? It's fun. It's right. a, it's a good listen. What's your favorite Batman yeah. story, Daryl? Oh, I have so many. Um, <laughs> you don't have Dark Knight. <laughs> Dark Knight Returns is, is a favorite. I like uh, Year Two is a favorite of mine. Uh, the first ever appearance of the KG Beast. I love that one. Um, Birds of Pre- Chuck Dixon's Birds of Prey when he when he started that uh mini series like i love that i love birds of prey i followed that book all the way to i still read it i mean and that's that's probably the best the, the coolest thing is be able to talk to chuck dixon about it yeah that's gotta like, be to amazing. get him to come on and and talk about all that stuff all that behind the scenes of him getting fired and moved off of batman and then and coming back and all that kind of cool stuff i mean that uh that's kind of cool i mean i got a chance to talk to the the benson sisters uh shauna and and julie and they're writing, uh, who are writing now, uh, for those of you that don't know they write don't they write about yeah, they're, birds of the prey girls and the birds of prey right okay. and, they, and they do the one and they're writing they're on the writing staff of the 100 interesting well. okay interesting so, now uh let yeah. me ask you do you have you ever gotten or do you ever you've been doing it so long starstruck do you get starstruck like you just said you were talking to chuck dixon who's written your favorite batman story did you get kind of did you get a little starstruck the first time yes but then once you kind of get it where they're like i'll come back and do it again and they come back and do it again it's, it's kind of you, you kind of all right with it like the most starstruck hmm. Like I've met, I've been, I've been pretty blessed to to meet quite a few people. Um, sitting with Mark, one time I, I got to sit with. I never got to interview him, but just be able to chill with him a whole, like a whole day, uh, at Boston Comic Con one day because he, um, they put J.K.'s table next to Mark Bagley's table, and I've been reading Spider Man from jump right <laughs> so to talk to the dude just pretty much uh drawn the most spider-man stories pretty much ever um, yeah ever and for me and jk uh bob knows me and jk will we, we turn into children when we hang out yes. at times even yes. though he has to be a professional and so our conversations turn very we we, we, we get retarded and it's fun and it's funny, and I didn't realize that he had heard us. So when he joins in that conversation with us, <laughs> that kind of got me like, "Oh my God, am I making? Are we joking around with Mark freaking Bagley?" I mean, that's that's insane. Yes, that is just absolutely that brothers, insane. We just become friends. <laughs> yeah, we just become best friends like that. Like you know, DC is doing um, doing the uh, crossover stuff with the Hanna Barbera. Uh, characters yes. right now, right? Yes. I gotta thank Tom for this, but what was amazing is I was at the party where Dan the Deal was telling me about it like I worked there. <laughs> and I think he was so drunk he didn't realize that I don't work at DC and he just started telling me the whole deal with these books. That's awesome. That's nice. And that 
that was that was crazy. That 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 night was like to be at a DC party. That was insane. Like that insanity. That that was that was total insanity to be able to, to hang out there. I gotta I gotta give it. Tom got me in. Like he I didn't even ask him to do it, but he, he offered to bring me there. Um, but that was freaking amazing. Like so that, that alone, like was was something. So that night with Tom, were you more like a turtle, or were you more like uh, more like Johnny? Oh, I'm turtle. Oh, you're turtle I'm all the turtle. way. All right. Okay. I'm, turtle. <laughs> all right. I'm not trying to get a gig. I'm not trying to get a gig. I'm just turtle. I'm just. <laughs> all right. I'm just hanging out. All right. I got. I may want to get you on a podcast. Like Turtle got a business. He always has a business. He wants to get a celebrity in. I'm Turtle. Like I got a podcast. I w- I'd love to have you on if you can. Well, because um, Bobby, John, Bobby yeah. Drama, Johnny Drama. So I want. Yeah, I like drama. That's my dude. <laughs> I bet he is. Can you see it? I can see. It. There. I'm a husband. I'm a husband. Uh, you know, but I wear my ha- <laughs> I wear my husband roll rather well. You know. <laughs> Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You're more likable. You're more likable though than drama. Oh, you're just you're just saying that because you haven't seen me in two years. Well, that might be true. No, you're, you're still more likable. You're still more likable than Johnny Drama. Well, Daryl, you're the best. Um, and here you didn't think you'd have anything to talk about because you were being all. See, this is the Daryl that he was being all like, "Well, nobody wants to." Hear. No, no, you're a big part of this industry, man. Like, and I and I said it before, and I'll say it again, and I'm not just polishing your uh, your dice here dude it's guys it's guys who review books it's guys who talk about books that get people fired up like there's been points where you guys have talked about a book on uh, Gotham and I would go I never, I never read that I want to find that and I would go somewhere like to my local comic shop or to comicsology or whatever mm-hmm. pick that up and read it just to kind of be in on the conversation so reviewers podcasters everybody makes this business go man so like I, it was an honor to talk to you you've been doing this a really long time and again I hope you come back I would we would love to have you again on the word you, you I, I would love to but I would love to but when you get those emails about who the hell is this guy don't have him uh, back I you know what I don't, I don't know We'll tell them to go shit in their hat. Daryl, tell us what's, what's the what's the website address? You're on Twitter. Give us all that info so we can uh, so we can let the people know. And so you can get like all right. sixty more listeners. Maybe four. Maybe four. Maybe four. Maybe, I'm saying maybe, sixty at, at best. Uh, at least two more because my mom left. She stopped listening. <laughs> um, so I, I want to add. I want to. I want someone to replace the lost listener. Uh, that was my mom. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at the voice one two three, um, where I post a bunch of stuff. You can also look up Taylor Network on Twitter, and that uh, we we also cover a lot of like comics and news and, and industry stuff. Uh, we don't do the we don't do the rumor stuff, and we don't do the uh, the negative spin stuff. We just do the facts and and news and stuff that's coming out. Uh, and previews and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you can also uh, just go to the website, which is tailorednetworkofpodcast.com, and and that's where all the magic happens. That has all the podcasts on there. Uh, so every it always it gets updated every day. Uh, uh, Amy helps me with that. She's she's my oracle. Um, she takes care of a lot of that posting <laughs> and stuff that when uh when I when I can't. Uh, or she, you know, she helps out a great deal. Um, so she's very important for for helping. That's another thing. Be good to your friends. 
Yes. You might need them. And you, and you never know yeah. what they're and you never know what they're gonna do. You never know what they're yeah. gonna do. You never know their skill set. You yeah. never know their skill set till until something starts breaking and they go, I can fix that. Yeah. Now, real quick, before we let you go, uh, this was a question from a, a Mike Federale, who was a previous guest, and he said, I love your podcast, Word Bros, but you you got to ask every guest one question and one question only. What are you reading? Mm. Right, what are you reading right now? Like, what is the what is your favorite book that you're reading at this moment? Oh, good question. Oh, man. Um my favorite, my favorite book is not the one I'm reading right now. It's just a book I'm reading right now. Uh, I'm reading Harbinger from Valiant. I'm reading Harbinger Renegades right now. Interesting. Uh, okay. There's a controversy with that book. Uh, a lot of characters are being killed off. So I wanted to read it. I wanted to see what's happening. Plus, I know the writer. I know uh, Rafer, Rafer Roberts. And, and so I wanted to give his book uh, some spin. So I'm reading that. But what I'm really, truly digging, though, um, what I'm really vibing off of, I would have to say, currently, I read uh, the recent, and it happens to be a bad person book, go figure, but I recently read A, a, a Batgirl in the, in the Birds of Prey, and I dug that story so much. It had Catwoman in it, it had Batman in it, and that, like, it was so much fun to read uh what it was it was so much fun that i actually had to tweet uh sean and julie and tell them how much i dug that that issue because it was just that much fun to read and it's great to see more women uh in comics that's something you don't see enough of but i'm um, really glad yes. really glad to see it. oh and i i would shout out also i'm reading uh and i am digging this even though he's my friend out so i i don't want to I have to be honest. I mean, I want to, I want to downplay it because he's my friend, but I, he is talented. Uh, Star Trek mirror broken is, is a hell of a, a hell of a miniseries that's going really? on right now. It, okay. it, yeah. It's with JK Woodward. And it ha- it's, it's basically, they're telling the tale of the Star <laughs> Trek next generation crew, but they're mirror versions. Like what are they doing? Like yes. we never got to see what they were doing. That's right. In any of the, uh, in in the show, so this is the you get to actually see what they did while everybody else was, was doing their thing uh, in the mirror universe. Apparently, Picard spent a lot of time doing uh, dumbbell curls and ripping uh, sl- sleeves. Oh yeah, because he oh, is fucking man. diesel as shit. <laughs> he's a, he's, listen, he's the opposite. You know, uh, Picard was a punk in our world, but this one, no, you don't drink no, 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 no. That's where I'm going <laughs> to go and make it no. so. Make Picard, it Picard was not a punk, all right? I will not allow that to happen on this podcast. All right, fine. He's not a punk. He's a diplomat. He's a diplomat. Is that better? I'm going to side with Daryl. Don't sleep on DS9. No, DS9's amazing. Yeah. yeah, they ain't no diplomats. They they make shit happen. Yes, they, they, they do. Get, they get it yeah. done. I was we we just on Dork Trek. We just reviewed um, what is it? Uh, season the search, right? Yes, the search. We oh. just reviewed it. God damn, yeah. that was that was a great episode. Well, Andrew Brooks is my mm-hmm. favorite Star Trek captain because he's no bullshit. He, well, to be fair, no. to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, not a captain. He's a commander because it's racism. Right, it's coming. <laughs> it's, oh, you know it was racism. It's totally racism. You know it. I thought you he was a captain. No, not when the show no, starts. No, he starts out as a commander. He starts he out starts as a, 
Yes. So he's That's some bullshit, son. Yes, it's racism. But no, uh, like I was telling Ben, you know, Ben McCormick from Dork Trek. He's like our resident mm-hmm. Star Trek expert. I said, is because I've never watched DS9. This is my first run through. And he, I said, is this the new? Is this the new norm? And he said, yeah, this is kind of the way Trek goes for the rest of the series. And then I just had this vision of Dork Trek, the podcast we've been doing for six years, dying a horrible death because of fucking Voyager. Like, I think it's going to kill us. That's going to be fun. Like, oh, God, I don't even want to deal with it. But anyway, but we're not here talking about that. Daryl, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. We'd love to have you back. We'd love to have you on Dork Trek again soon. So please come back. Um, It's always a pleasure talking to you. And uh, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, uh, thank you for having me on the show. Anytime, sir. All right, that was Daryl Taylor from the Taylor Network of Podcasts. He is the brainchild 11 podcasts. What a guy, what a guy, what a guy. Um, The audio may have sounded okay because he was over the phone and Kevin and I were just saying that one of the joys of talking to Daryl is actually seeing his face. Yes. His face is amazing. He makes amazing facial expressions. He's always, he's always gas facing somebody. You can tell when he don't like something. (laughs) There's no, there's no hiding it. If if you say something and he don't like it, he makes this face and he's like, no, son. And it's like the best face ever. And we were just talking about the face. So Daryl's a good dude, man. And like I said, during the interview, like everyone who is involved in comics is involved in comics, whether you read them, whether you review them, whether you do a podcast, if you're a creative, I mean, if you're, if you're crunching numbers for a company, I mean, you're a professional you're an editor. People always yeah. forget editors. Editors are one of the most important things that you can think of in comics. They get yeah. to see everybody's work and they can tell you who's easy to work with and who's not to in a heartbeat. You know, yeah. so there's all these things you don't know. It's really cool, man. So it's, it's nice to talk to different people and different kind of facets of the profession uh, of, of this world that we live in with comic books, if you will. Oh, that man went to Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Now, uh, we asked Daryl the question, so I'm going to ask you the question, too. What are you reading right now currently, Kevin? Anything? I just finished... Um, Blood Brothers. Ah, okay. Fabian Wrangle. Fabian Wrangle. And who's the who's the artist on that book? Well, uh, hold on, I can tell you. Because I know we get. I know uh, we gotta give the artist props on that too. Javier Martin. I, I think that's a G Gaba or is it Caba? I don't know. Uh, it looks like a C. It could be Caba. Okay, uh, it's a we'll C. Go, we'll go Caba. with that. Caba. Okay. Javier Martin Caba. Now you were, you uh, backed that on Kickstarter. I did. It was it. It looked amazing. I read the whole thing. I liked it. I there you go. Yeah. Um, and I was also, I've also been reading, um, uh, Daryl talked about, uh, Ray for Roberts. I've been reading his Archer and Armstrong. The, the ah, okay. And it, it's really interesting. Like, I don't know anything about these characters. Have you ever read Archer and Armstrong? See, I don't really know much about the Valiant universe. So Neither I haven't, I. so I don't know. I don't know well, anything about it. Um, I read Robert got me, uh, Robert, I'm talking about Robert. Cole. You man. Um, and um, he was very nice enough at Tidewater to pick me up a um, – it wasn't Archer and Armstrong. It's Quantum and Woody, and okay. I read the whole thing. About it. And it was it was very interesting because it starts at a certain point. It has a certain feel to it. Um, it's very funny. Um, I really liked that. 
Uh, I would read more of it. It's it's very uh, Deadpool ish, but okay. I would say it's like funnier because the the humor is not very lowbrow. Okay. <laughs> so you're saying so, it's like, I was yawning. So you're saying it's like Deadpool but better is basically what you just said. Kind of. I'm not a fan of Deadpool <laughs> though, so I I'm biased. So like I don't want to like if somebody out there is like, oh I love Deadpool, you suck for saying Deadpool. Like you hate Deadpool. Like that's gonna happen. I, I'm I'm ready for it. I'm not. I don't dislike Deadpool. I just don't care. Like, yeah, I've, don't... Nev- I've never read a Deadpool comic, and I'm okay with it. I've read him in a team, like when he was in Remender's X-Force. X-Force, yeah. Yes, I've read but I've, I've never read a solo Deadpool book, and I'm kind of cool with that. Like, I'm okay with it, too. I, I kind of liked Quantum and Woody, though. I thought it was good. So when um, when Rafer was like, here, like read this. Like If you haven't read anything I've ever done, I, this is one of my favorite things. Um, I uh, Basically... If you want me to break it down for for people who have never read the series, basically Archer is this like super talented trained assassin who's been trained to kill Armstrong, who is a seven thousand year old. I might be wrong. Maybe he's younger or older. Seven thousand year old immortal who has a drinking problem and a, basically he he has a D and D bag of holding. Oh, okay. And so he puts things into the bag of holding, and what ends up happening is it starts off with a story about him and somebody else. And he finds this particular bottle and then his friend who he found the bottle with passed away. So he wants to get the bottle to take it out to celebrate with his friends. So he has to go into the bag of holding to get the bottle. And he tells, tells the other guy, tells uh, Archer, he's like, well, if I don't come back in a certain amount of time, come in and get me. So he's not back in a certain amount of time. So Archer goes in to get him and like hilarity ensues because there's this (laughs) hilarity ensues. Yes, inside the backpack, the hilarity happens inside the backpack. Like there's goblins and crazy shit that lives in his in his uh, like his mailbag, basically his mailbag of holding, if you will. So um, so far, it's really good. I'm on like the third issue of it. I, I didn't get to finish it yet, but okay. um, it, the jokes are there. They they hit. They're funny. Um, the 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 dialogue is great. So so far, I really like the the book. Um, That's awesome. I just haven't finished it yet. So. I plan on buying another one. So I, okay. so far, those are the, those are my entrances to Valiant. I also have the, um, the book that Rucka's r- wife wrote that was very well reviewed. The, uh, what is that one? Dr. Mirage. Okay. Okay. I have yeah. that. So okay. they're all first trades, but I just haven't got a chance to read it. And I also have read the first issue of La Rosa and, uh, I don't know who was writing, um, I want to say it's Matt Kent, but I don't think it is. Uh, which was uh, their their character with the big red circle on his chest. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, Blood something. Bloodshot. Bloodshot. There it is. So I have that too. So, I mean, I'm trying to get into Valiant to see what I like and what I don't. But it's really for me, it's really hard because I'm not like, I mean, maybe other people out there can relate with this. I'm not really familiar with their material because when they came along, I was already establishing what I was reading. Yeah. So that's in like, I would say nineties, right? They were out in the nineties. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I was already establishing what I was reading. And when you're already like into what you're like reading, like a nineties for me was uh, Mark Textiera. And I don't know who the writer was, but ghost Rider. So it was like ghost Rider with Dan catch and Robin that Chuck Dixon wrote. And I don't know who the artist was, but it was like a five issue limited mini. And then it was, I was all about that. Like that was crazy good. Okay. So, I don't know if have you got have you ever read that five issue? Yeah, I haven't read any of this stuff. Dude, that Robin I will say this about that. People will argue with me about this. I've been argued with about it before, but that five issue Robin thing, I, I must have been like 
12, 13. Like it had such an impact on me because he had a slingshot and he's like, I don't want to kill anybody. And I was like, well, that makes sense. Like he's a kid. Like as a kid, I didn't want to kill anybody either. So um, it's not so you get an adult and get a job that you really want to kill people. That's wow. What- that, this, got, <laughs> this got dark fast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. Uh, I know, jeez, Louis. <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't really want to kill anybody. Sure, right Kevin. <laughs> I mean, there's like three. Let's people just let's just mo- let's just move on. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like that's what I'm. What are you reading right now? Uh, right now, I'm not reading any. I I burned through everything I could find that was Agents of Atlas. Um, now and, I'm just, and you're, and, and you have high praises for it. It's great. It's really good. But right, um, what it was, uh, Jeff Parker and Gabriel Hardman, I believe did, uh, did a lot of the art for that book. It's really, really, really stellar. But right now I'm just reading my spirit of 76 role-playing game player's handbook. Like it's like, uh, like I'm a born again Christian and it's my Bible. Like are we going to, are we going to cue like seventies music now? It's, it's great. It's a really great, I, I, I went, I made the mistake a couple, maybe a week ago of going to the, um, Jungle book it. I, I went to the, the game store. I went to the game store before my D and D weekend, uh, last weekend. And I just was there and I found all these really great, source books for like these super cool indie games i took pictures of all the books that i wanted to buy and then sent them to the dudes that i play games with and they all said "Ooh, this spirit of 77 game looks the coolest which is it's an alt history book uh but it's like 70s exploitation it's like a shaft role-playing game and it is fucking amazing did you notice how it's right next to me like i didn't have to move it's just sitting right there i've been reading this thing like a crazy it's person. like your hotel bible now it is it really is it's my gideon's bible. i really want to play that i told you the idea i'm, I had. Pu- I'm we putting were talking together, about ideas i'm putting together a game like we're going to have i may play like two or three games of this because it's just really awesome i so, think we should do that the continuing game cuz okay so so we'll, we'll put this before the Word Bros audience to see what they think. Bob, Bobby said he wants to do... Go ahead. Uh, my character... The character that I'm playing, I think, in my other game is an ex-professional wrestler. Uh, he was a young and up-and-coming... Oh, is this the game that we're going to play in together? Uh, maybe. I don't know. I have you a bunch of this characters. Because I told you what I wanted to do, so it would go together nicely. It would be fun to bounce well, I have Okay, well, the character I'm going to play is uh, an ex-professional wrestler who was an up-and-coming guy. He was a young cat. Uh, he was on the cusp of winning the world title, but unfortunately he was in an airplane crash and uh, his career was cut short. He would have probably died, but uh, if it wasn't for his top physical conditioning, his peak physical attribute saved his life. So now he walks with a limp and has a, has a black eye like an eye patch, and he's a, he's a private investigator. And he goes and he goes around this city solving crimes, driving around in an LTD. Uh, do you know what an LTD is? It's like those old sweet Fords. It is. He drives an LTD and he just solves crimes. And he's got his his name is the Great Buddy White. So it's a shark ploy. So he's like the Great White. So he's got a cane. That's what some 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 sharks. He's got a cane, and the top of he the is cane, metal shark, bro. Yes, the cane is a shark's head, and so that's his look, and it's <laughs> it's really really awesome. I'm really. And, and I told Bobby I wanted to play a guy that 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 was trying to be a legit actor, but ended up in porn, and now <laughs> and now he he is a now he is the uh like like the guy I saw him as was like was like Bruce Campbell with a mustache and the little the little uh soul patch going on. Yes. 
he was trying to be a legit actor and maybe he was like real big in the sci-fi and stuff and he was and he, he fell down this 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 hole as people do when when their lives are cool as they plan like he lost maybe the star the star trek audition to to shatner and then his life spiraled down and he did porn and then after that now he's trying to like come out of that hole and be a private eye and he's that guy that wears like the terrible hawaiian shirts and and stuff like that and has the the, the horrible like 70s like like uh, amber tinted glasses on and he's that guy that's like that that, that you that you don't want to like but you like him yeah. cuz like you feel bad for him so i, I had plenty of porno uh names for him but like that would be funnier in game so the whole idea with that guy is that he he had this rep and then he became a private eye so the whole thing is the two private eyes so so i was like that would be a funny combo like i would watch that show the guy that used to be a <laughs> and the guy that used to be a porn star as private eyes that's an amazing concept for a show it's like hardcastle and mccormick yeah. but better <laughs> with porno that's awesome <laughs> And, now, and then I have another idea for a character that I want to do, which would be like an ex-bopper, because the classes are very 70s, so a bopper is like a gang member. An ex-gang member who went to prison, and while he was in prison, um, he learned a skill, because a lot of guys go to jail and they learn skills. Well, the skill that he learned, unfortunately, was a monkey grinder. You know, the guys that have like the fucking accordions, <laughs> like that was the skill he learned in jail. And so he has a monkey and the monkey does cool shit for him while he's, you know, out there being a gang member. So he's a gang member with a monkey for some reason, like a pet monkey. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's very seventies that he has like- All of these characters mirror your comic. <laughs> What's going oh, on weird. I don't know, I'm just a weird guy. What can you say? <laughs> All right, well- I don't have any porno detectives comic ideas. Well, but maybe, maybe you should. Maybe you should. you should do that. All right. So uh, we're running long because uh, Daryl was a great guest. So we're going to get out of here. Thank you for listening to Word Bros this week. Oh, and, uh, but, you know, I'll do that at the beginning. So thank you, guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Um, rate us. Subscribe to us on iTunes. We really appreciate it. And we'll talk to you next week. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. <laughs>